This is an American's Guide to Bollywood. Today we're talking about Tashan, a 2008 ensemble movie about a man who works in a call center in India who is drawn into underworld intrigue by a beautiful lady. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And today we're talking about one of my favorite Indian movies. It's so fun. It's, it's really good. Yeah. And it's funny, it feels so Western, but at the same time, it retains so many elements from Indian movies. And I can especially tell that because this was one of the first movies that I watched. And I relate to it a lot better now. I mean, I can understand it a lot better now, even as Western as it was. So this is an action comedy romance? Yeah, I was watching it and there's a lot. You know, what I remembered from the first time was the action and comedy. but And it's so funny. (laughs) I know, but there really is a lot of romance in it. Yeah, because it's an Indian movie. Exactly. Gotta have that romance subplot. Two different romance stories. And it's about, yeah, so we said it's about a a guy from a call center whose name is Jimmy, who Mm -hmm. speaks English really well and is really slick with the ladies and thinks a lot of himself. Right. And this is Saif Ali Khan, who's a big star in India. He's not as big as the three Khans, but he, he, and he tended to play like more minor, like side character, secondary characters in the 90s. He would be like the best friend of American, you know, like. But if the. Three cons were like, we're taking applications for a fourth. I think everyone would agree. Well, it's safely. And thankfully, there aren't that many more leading men cons in the industry. Because my goodness, how many are we supposed to be keeping track of here? Kind of a lot. There's at least one more that I can think of. Yeah. Just people named con. is too many. Yeah. (laughs) So he plays the guy in the call center who winds up basically... Through his attraction to a woman named Pooja. Played by Karina Kapoor, who is so beautiful, and I love her. She's so good. And she's amazing in this part. She really is. He winds up teaching someone, like, he doesn't exactly know who he is, but we later find out he's a gangster. English, because he's obsessed with wanting to know how to speak English really well. Because this gangster's big obsession is Tashan, which is, like, style. Yes. So this guy's played by Anil Kapoor. Oh, he was so good in this role. Yes. And he is a really big star in India. And Americans might also know him from Slumdog Millionaire. Mm-hmm. And he was also on 24 for a while. Yes. He's really good. Um, and they had him dressed crazy in this movie in a lot of ways uh, because of his Tushan. But yes. they also had his hair dyed. Kind of reddish. Yeah. But it worked. It looked good on him. I know, especially with all the garish clothing. Yeah, it was great. Oh, he was so good. He's a villain you love. I love Anil Kapoor. And the crazier roles he's in, the better he is. Yeah, he was great. And it was nice because in this role, you know, he had two henchmen. And it was nice because usually if people are going to go zany in Indian movies, they go super zany with the henchmen. And for American audiences, it doesn't always play. You're like, this movie would be great. Get rid of the weirdos that are the side characters. Yeah, but these were actually kind of restrained. You're I right. Lo- I loved it. Yeah. I mean, they were quirky. They were quirky for sure, but, but they were good. Yeah. And I, I liked them. There were no sound effects playing when they would do jokes or anything. That's true. So that was nice. And they weren't just constant buffoons. So as he's teaching him English, 
Jimmy winds up getting sucked into a plot by Pooja to steal money from him. But then Pooja double crosses Jimmy and takes mm-hmm. off with the money, which is where Akshay Kumar gets involved. A big action star. Yes. He's the Jackie Chan of India. Mm-hmm. And he's adorable. He's so cute. You wouldn't believe he was such a big action star from this. And actually, he plays a lot of roles where I'm like, you're just so cute. Like, I just want to pinch your cheeks. Oh, I know. You're so sweet. And noble. Yeah. Roles like that. Yeah, he's great. So he gets involved to find the money for Annie Alcapur. So it's, it's all kind of an involved MacGuffin plot, essentially. Yeah. But it's so funny. And I just thought... And this movie did not do well. Oh, people in India hated it. But people in England and America, they liked it. And I know why, because it's awesome. Like, this is kind of a Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino Mm -hmm. style movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never seen, I haven't seen lighting like that in another Indian movie. And the way the shots were done and the costumes. And the cuts. Yes. I mean, everything was so Western. And I get it. I mean, I get why this may not have translated with Indians, but this is your first example of why you cannot always trust Indian ratings on Indian movies if you are not Indian. Yes. You might love them. So the three... Uh, or hate them. <laughs> or hate them. Yeah. Look, seriously, you they, they may have loved something and you watch it and you're like, oh, what is happening? Yeah. But this um, movie is so slick and so well is. put together, and the timing is really good. I mean, it is Indian, so right. it's not as tight as an American movie would be. But for an Indian movie, this no. movie is slick. It is. It's going to feel a little bit long to you, but it's it's really good. So this is directed by Vijay Krishna Ak- Acharya. Acharya? I don't. Sure. I know the Vijay Krishna bit. Yeah, that's But the then they easy just throw part. another name in there, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. I couldn't just stop while you were ahead. I know. He wrote and directed one of the Doom series, which is an action franchise. D-H-O-O-M. Not, uh, not, not related to the video yeah. game. <laughs> it means, like, Blast, which we will be talking about at a future podcast. It's variable in quality. And also, he wrote and directed... A recent Amir Khan movie called Thugs of Hindustan, which also Indian audiences didn't care for. Very Western. It felt a lot like an Indian Pirates of the Caribbean almost. And part of that is because of the boat stuff. The boats and the music. Yes. And the just swashbuckling historical nature of it. But that one was really good. I liked that a lot too. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll be talking. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be talking about that at a later date i do it's, fear that he'll never be able to make another movie I, that lost so much money all three of his movies have bombed in doom India. 3 didn't the doom franchise and then he directed doom 3 and doom 3 made all of the money that's funny though because people didn't like it like it made all of the money but people still didn't like it but i think much. people didn't like it in the way people don't like transformers Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Or, like, the way that people, quote-unquote, didn't like Star Wars. Yeah, so clearly this is a guy that appeals to Western tastes much more than Indian tastes. Because I love everything he's directed, and I at least understand where he was coming from. (laughs) The Doom Scrubs. (laughs) But this movie, I would say, I mean, obviously a beginner movie, Mm because it's so Western. But I would say that, I mean, solidly teenagers. Like, there's violence in this that Mm -hmm. if you're not 
at least a teenager you shouldn't see. Other than that, it's just... But they tend not to even show it that much. They don't revel in it. Yeah. So it's kind of at that point just a judgment call for parents as to how old your teenager needs to be to see it. Yeah. But there is enough violence in it that I would say it's not for kids. For sure, it's not. There's a lot of introduction to basics of Indian movies here also. Yes. Uh, You know, the last movie that we talked about was a historical piece, so it was all Hindi all the time. This is more traditional in that, and this had less than some movies, but they'll mix Hindi and English, Yes, of course. And especially with English being such a plot point, You'll see a lot of movies where they'll talk about English being a stat, like being able to speak English as being a status marker. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely in this movie. It's actually really funny, too, because the gangster keeps talking about how great his English is. Like, this guy is in love with the the concept of English. I know, I keep talking about George Bush. I know, every time Saif Ali Khan speaks in English, which his English is amazing and his accent is great. Um, he could legit work in a call center. Um, well, yeah, I mean, and be very successful. Nobody would and not have him. Americans yelling at him all the no. time over his accent. Exactly. But he actually went to call or not college, but school. University, no, he never went to university. Oh, okay. But he went to boarding school in England for a long time. So. I see. Okay. So that's why his English is so good. That checks out. It's amazing. But yeah, Anil Kapoor keeps saying that he he when he talks, he sounds just like a person who I assume is the pinnacle of English speakers, George Bush. <laughs> yes. And he means it as this huge compliment and Saif Ali Khan is like, what? <laughs> yes. And then he starts calling him Prince Charlie all Prince the time. Prince Charlie. There's some classic indicators here that you'll see for the first time. When people are falling in love. Their hair is blowing in the wind. Yes. They'll be inside a building, and they look at this person, hair blowing in the wind. Yep. They're falling in love. There are also cricket references in this movie. If they mention a name and you don't know who it is, it's a cricketer. There were a lot of pop culture references in this, enough Mm -hmm. that I actually didn't understand all of them. Akshay Kumar uh, has named both of his arms. Yes. Ram... And so, Lakshman. And Lakshman. And Ram, of course, is one of the ten avatars of Vishnu. Yes. You know, but they're both in the Ramayana. The first time we see him, he's doing a, a play, yes, a mythological he's playing, play. He's, he's playing, playing Ravana. Ravana. This was the first time I saw the way the ten head thing goes for, right. for playing Ravana. So Ravana was also in, he's the villain of the Ramayana. Mm-hmm. And these plays, when they're enacted, they're called Ramlilas. But... He was playing Ravana, and Ravana had ten heads. Ravana is portrayed as a demon. He steals Sita, Ram's wife. Yes. So Ravana always has ten heads. But the way they do it is always just like this. Like, yeah. when I first saw it, I thought this was a joke. It is not. It's always the way he's portrayed. His ten my, heads just shoot out from the sides. And it's my favorite thing I've ever seen. Yes. Never change. But yeah. I do also love that for this one, he had ten heads that were pictures of his own head. I know. It's just his face. It wasn't Ravana's face. Yes. But it's funny, for as many Indian elements as this introduces, it actually subverts a lot of things, too. So, like, the hero isn't really that heroic. It's right. The, he's more of an anti-hero, you know? Yeah. And um, the Karina Kapoor's character is not your typical... She starts out seeming like the typical Indian woman. Mm-hmm. But she quickly is revealed to not be that way at all. 
But then she kind of goes back a little more to it at the end. Well, we still have to be rooting for her. I mean, exactly. come on. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a really well done movie. So then before we go to our break, let's talk about the songs really fast. These songs are probably more typical, I would say, of Indian songs than Lagan was. Yes. Um, especially the way they did the dance numbers and the costume changes, all of the backup dancers they had. Yeah, it was really um, pretty classic. And the really modern sounding songs. Mm-hmm. Yes. These would have been on the radio yes. before the movie was released. I really love the first song, Dilhara. They'd, it's Me too. funny because the songs themselves, aspects of them can be pretty average. So, like, Dilhara, I really love the song, but like, the number feels long. It does. There were a few numbers in this where I'm like, this just felt really long. The last one I really loved, but then also that also felt long. Just never stopped. Which one are you talking about? The montage? The romance montage? Yeah. Yeah. And also um, the one that's absolutely hilarious. (laughs) The one about white faces. (laughs) Loving white people. Yeah. They hop into a Hollywood movie that's being shot and... They're like, quick, you have to do a dance number to hide us. I know. And then and they're I, like, we don't have any songs in this. They're like, this is India, man. You got a song now. There's a song for everything. Yes. Um, that, I thought, was the best song overall because even though it was as long as the other ones, I think they were doing more with the dancing to where it didn't feel quite as long. I agree. It was really good. It was really well done. And, and it was so in tone with the rest of the film. It, it that absolutely tongue in was. cheek. Yeah, it definitely yeah. was. But this is where you get another thing that you constantly see in Indian movies. If you see white people in an Indian movie, they will be unattractive <laughs> to average looking. Like, yeah. it, you are not going to find any. I don't know if they don't have hot white people in India, but I have yet to see one in a movie. Yeah. No, it's And I don't know true. if it's because they can't tell. That can't be true. Surely they can. I mean, they see Hollywood movies. Yeah. In some movies, it's clearly almost a status thing that you have, like, white servants or, like... Right, like when Anil Kapoor is having his nails done by a white girl. Exactly. That's cl- clearly a status thing. And yeah. she's not great looking. No. It's, I'm she's like, fine. Yeah. In real life, she'd be cute. In, yeah, exactly. in a movie, she's like, why are you on the screen? Yeah, and maybe it's just that the pool of people is is so Limit. much smaller, but yeah, yeah. It's, it is really funny. Every time you see a white person, you're like, hmm, really? Her? <laughs> so that's it for the non-spoilers. We'll have an interval and do spoilers after the break. So, one of the things that really makes this movie so awesome for me is Saif Ali Khan and Karina Kapoor's characters. Mm-hmm. Karina Kapoor is hilariously awful. Like, she's so deliciously awful. Oh, yes. I mean, not at, I mean, good girl at heart, obviously, by the end. But yes. really, she's terrible. She's horrible. And she's so good at every single aspect of her, her character in this movie, whether she's, as the character, faking or being real about it. Karina Kapoor is a master of crying. 
Yes. She And she is frequently called upon to do so. She's very good at it. But she was great when she was being mean and lying. I, yeah. She and then, like, great. getting caught. Yeah. And being like, oh, well, you caught me. And, and her chemistry with Saif Ali Khan was really good, as it should have been. And I don't even mean romantically. I no. just mean as adversaries, which is funny because they were already dating by this point and are married in real life. Yeah. Um, even now. But. Yeah. And Saif Ali Khan is Jimmy. He was also terrible in a different way, in a much more yeah, average way. He was. But, like, he was such a jerk. Oh, I know. And, and his weird 80s look, like, throughout the entire film, whatever they did. Facial hair was so terrible, and his hair was not great either. And even when they put, like, the white wig on him in the, the Hollywood song, it like, awful. it was still this kind of 80, weird 80s look. Oh, yeah. Long in the back. Looks great. Yeah, even before any of the real plot starts, you know, he's teaching the English class that he teaches on the side. And he's like, I'm really just looking at their faces. My last three girlfriends came from here. And you're like, oh, you're not that great, are you? Yeah. At the end of the movie, he, uh, you know, his happy ending is that he owns a call center now that is all ladies (laughs) dressed very sexily. Yes. And... He's like, and we got an award from some feminist organization. And I was like, they never visited, did they? <laughs> no. They 100% just heard a description of it. Yeah. Yeah, and his final speech. It's funny, because he really does speak English so well. Oh, man, it's so good. But then the final speech he gives at the end about being a real Indian guy, and it's also mostly in English, but it's that real choppy, like, non-fluent yeah. English. I was really impressed that he was able to do. Yeah. Well, and Anil Kapoor did some of that, too. He did a lot of it, um, yeah. Yeah, which, which is, is, was really good that he... I, I don't understand how people can do that with languages that they can actually speak. Just go back to the halfway. Man, I loved the sheer amount of tiger stripes that were around him in, like, the most Constantly, garish colors. yes. And that's really, you know, this movie just has such an amazing amount of Tushan. It does. Yeah, that's what makes this movie. Yeah, because it's not a deep movie. It's not trying to tell you anything. Although I did like their use of karma in it. Of like, because when it opens, so like when it opens and it's the car switching back and forth between the two songs on the radio and one is the really Western song and one is the traditional Indian song. And I'm like, I love that. I love that it's already establishing what this movie is, is this tension between the e- India and the West. Mm-hmm. And then he, they go into the water and he's talking about, you know, he's talking to the camera. Yeah. About what he was taught as a kid about essentially karma. If you do good things, good things will happen to you. If you do bad things, bad things will happen to you. And of course, the first, where we start with the story is him talking about how he uses women, mm-hmm. and then he immediately gets used by a woman. Yep. So there was a lot of that. But it, this movie is not trying to tell you anything. It's not trying to make any grand statements. It's just there to be fun, and it was fun. Yeah, it really was. It was so fun, and there were happy endings. The love story between Karina Kapoor and Akshay Kumar is so cute and sweet. I love it so much. Yeah, and it's amazing, I think, that he managed to keep that tension of, like, is she lying or not? Even when she's revealing details that only the real person would have known. Yes. You're still like, I don't know, man. Like, 
are you lying? And then it I cuts know. to Jimmy being like, oh man, what an actress. And you're like, oh no, maybe she is lying. But then she keeps it up and you're like, I don't know. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw it, I was really not sure. It's really until her final sacrifice at the end of going back to help him mm-hmm. that you realize like, oh no, she was telling the truth because she yeah. was so good at manipulating people up till then. Yeah, even when she and Saif Ali Khan are alone, Akshay Kumar has left and he's like, wow, you're a really good actress. And she's like, no, I really am this girl that he thinks I am. And you're like, I still don't know. You could still just be manipulating Saif Ali Khan. Yeah. Yeah. I I really want this director to make a lot more movies, and I just don't know if it's going to happen at this point. I know. It would be... I, I really like his style, and I think this is his best movie. I think so, too. Because Akshay Kumar, too, this is a character I've seen him play in other movies. It's not an uncommon character for him. Because... Right. You know, for someone who made such a career on playing a tough guy, he really is so much better, I think, at playing an adorable little teddy bear. Agreed. Yeah. And he did a really good job in this as kind of balancing that. Yeah. Because in the beginning, he definitely does just seem like a thug. Oh, for sure. But even throughout all of his thuggish things, you can still tell deep down he's just a simple guy who's just trying to do the best he can yeah exactly he fell into this right this is what was offered Mm-hmm. so yeah it really was an ensemble movie and it was something that really relied on the whole ensemble yes um and everyone did such an amazing i'm surprised it didn't do better just because of how good everyone was in it everyone was so perfectly cast so our next movie is our third starter movie it's monsoon wedding which is available to watch for rent, basically anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you have a Stars subscription, you can watch it there. It came out in 2001. It's directed by Mira Nair, which who's someone who's much better known in America than some of these people. Mm-hmm. She did The Queen of Cotway, The Namesake, Salam Bombay. Yeah, she's very good. This is about uh, a family uh, approaching an arranged marriage in Bombay. Yeah, and it's much more of an indie-style film, or yeah. parallel cinema-style <laughs> film. Yes. That is famed for its accuracy of everyday Bombay life. So we'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood go to guidetobollywood.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.